All right, what's going on? Welcome to this week's roundtable. We're having this big discussion about uh, if we should look at each other or look at the camera. And I said, it doesn't as, matter. As you hit record. Yeah, it doesn't really matter because not very many people watch, but, or maybe listen. Yeah. But anyway, what we're doing at the roundtable, it actually doesn't matter because what we're trying to do is just enjoy some fun conversations and let other people in on it and just the things we're thinking about and talking about. So you guys don't know what this week's topic is and you don't even know why you're here. This is Mikey Stewart who's with me on my left and Jeff Dodge on my right in case you're listening. And here's a topic. Okay, we're, we're doing kind of staff cleaning today so we pulled you in and you're a fun person to pull in on this week's topic that's in my head, which is um, spiritual formation the process of becoming like Jesus and the role of the spiritual disciplines within that. Now, here's what why I'm thinking about this, because number one, Jeff and I are preaching in the new year on our annual, uh, we do this, this kind of annual sermon series called Master the Restart. And uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago as well, but uh, the idea of Master the Restart is as a Christian, Really, what you need to get good at is just restarting because our habits are always to, um, you know, to, to whatever we start doing for God. Like, I'm going to read my Bible, I want to pray. We kind of stop doing eventually. So we just need to get good at restarting. All right. So I want to hear from you guys on. Uh, so we're doing some sermon prep, Jeff and I, uh, January. Thus, Mikey's presence. Yeah, we're trying he's to get write our sermon. Yeah, you know, <laughs> trying to get Mikey to help us write our sermons. But actually, what I want to, the first question is this. What is your best sales pitch to someone on why they need spiritual disciplines in their life? Because they say, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven. So, I mean, isn't that good enough? Why do I, I mean, I know I should read my Bible and pray and whatever, but really, like, what's your, what is your, sales pitch just like the dentist is trying to convince you to brush your teeth and floss right as pastors we're trying to convince people to practice yeah. the spiritual disciplines it's a great question first thing that popped in my head was well this idea from a guy that don't don't take this the wrong way the lingo might trip you up or trips people up but this guy named Jocko Willink, he has this phrase that he coined that's changed a lot of people's lives. And he says, discipline equals freedom. And he's like, if you want financial freedom, it's going to take discipline on the front end of that. And you'll have financial freedom. If you want freedom with your time, it's going to start by being disciplined, by going to bed earlier so you can wake up earlier so you can get more into the day, all that stuff. Well, really what I think he's saying, and if I'm going to relate this back to spiritual things, is constraints in your life actually produce a lot of freedom. Mm. Like yesterday I was trying to think of some sort of vacation I could take my wife on and I'm trying to look up cheap flights and I'm looking on the website and I can go anywhere I want, right? And I was just like, the paradox of choice, I had too many choices. I couldn't decide anything until, until I like narrowed it down. I was like, all right, if I just pick Chicago, let's go to Chicago, then I can start seeing what's the cheapest way to get there, the fastest way, the cheapest Airbnb, all that stuff. So the constraints actually mm. helped me right. get where I wanted to go. 
And spiritual disciplines, reading your Bible, praying, fasting, whatever, the constraints you put on your life actually help you get to where you want to be, even if it's like counterintuitive. It's like, you know, fishes out of water is really free. No, but right. the constraints on your life help propel you. So your best sales pitch is discipline is freedom. That's where you find true freedom. Totally. But, and you know, like Ryan's always getting on my case about this, you know, because <laughs> you can take it too far yeah. and it can become a legalistic thing where you find your freedom in yourself and you start taking, you start mm. becoming self-righteous. Well, because I do these things, I have freedom. Now, I mean, you're still. So there's a fine line between discipline equals freedom and discipline equals slavery. So for totally. some people who are high achievers and they feel like I got to read my Bible today and I got to pray and I got to do this and this. And if I don't do this, then my whole day is thrown mm-hmm. off. I can't, I almost can't function right. if I haven't journaled, if I haven't almost like kind of an OCD type of thing. So how would you say the difference between what's the, mm, I think from, because what I was thinking I'm nodding along with you, Mikey, totally on what you're saying. It's just true. What you're saying is true. But what I would not want to communicate is that the only gratification you get is someday. In other words, mm-hmm. it hurts like crazy to put all that money away, but someday you'll be able to sure. enjoy it. Right now, oh, it just hurts like crazy to discipline your diet, but someday you'll get what I'm saying is mm-hmm. the disciplines actually work in the inverse. It's like magic or something from God's perspective. I find that all of a sudden, if I say, no, I want to have the practice of every day getting on my knees to pray, there's immediate gratification because I tap into the life that is truly life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just because someday, if I do this enough days in a row, someday I'll get a reward. Immediately, I'm like, oh, Jesus. This is actually the abundant life you've called me to. Yep. This is the, the relational connection that immediately Romans 8 stuff, Romans 5 stuff, like his spirit really does stir within my spirit and remind me I'm a child of God. You know what I mean? And so, so I'm just saying like it is true that there are greater dividends in the law for sure. But I just want to say those disciplines pay immediate dividends every day because Jesus meets us right there and it's a relational warmth that the spirit gives subjectively you know so you would say jeff the the discipline is not uh, it's gonna suck you're gonna be miserable but but keep doing it keep doing it in the same way of like it's almost like uh when leith and i spend time together i think oh what or go on a date right or go on a walk things that we do to cultivate relationship where i'm like oh man why don't we do this more often yeah you're you're always glad when you're you're but, yeah, there. Totally. I don't want to take away though from like, that's not because what I'm saying is you also don't get to know your whole Bible unless every year you choose to make your journey. through. So there are certain real gains in the long term that you don't get the short term that should also keep you. I'm, I'm saying, I just want to hold those things in hand. Yeah. So I'm, it's not yeah. to totally. in any way take the punch. Yeah. Well, okay. So, Give us your sales pitch. I just did. That was mine. Oh, that was yours. Okay. Okay. Going back yeah. to answer your question. <laughs> That's the best I got. That's the best I got. Uh, <laughs> the difference between just one being freedom and slavery. That is like a, a question directed right at me because 
I can easily take mm. my discipline too far. This morning, perfect example. Rare morning where I got out of my routine and I was like, I know, <laughs> it was like kind of shocking. And I had to tell myself, yeah, it's okay that I didn't read my Bible. Yeah. Instead, I read a proverb, one proverb, instead of my four or five chapters that I had slated out. And then usually I go into my spare room, shut the door, pray in the same spot every day. Didn't do that. Sat at my kitchen table and prayed, and then I walked my dog and prayed at the same time. And it's not like that's easy. I mean, I, as silly as it sounds, I literally have to say, it's okay. God is not mad at this me. This is like, this is like you talking to me when we first met. Oh, that's wow. who I was. That almost tyrannized. Now, again, there was also spiritual benefit coming to me because of that tenacity mm-hmm. and discipline. So I don't want to like even throw my former self under the bus, but I remember those false guilt trips mm-hmm. that accompanied that kind of, yeah, slavery, I think, that I had to constantly dispel. In fact, there were times, as stupid as this sounds, there were times I would have to purposely like yep. push myself out of my routine mm-hmm. In order to have those moments where I'm like, it's okay, my salvation is not dependent yes. on this reading plan or this time of prayer or whatever. So, okay, so let me let me take it to this example that Dallas Willard gives. And I think that the goal is in all of this, like we have to ask, what's the goal? What, what are you trying to get? Where, where's the destination? And to me, it is to become more like Jesus. Yeah. That is the, we are trying to order our bodies our minds, our thoughts, our actions under the Lordship of Jesus to become more like him. Okay, so the question is, so how do you do that? What does that look like practically? I mean, of course you have to have, be saved by grace, the power of the Holy Spirit, but grace is not just good for salvation. It's the power, it's the fuel, it's the, like uh, John Over talks about, it's like the jet fuel you know, uh, for, for the Christian life, you know, it, it empowers it. And so the goal is to become more and more like Jesus. So, so Dallas Willard talks about how, um, the goal is to train our bodies to do, to be like Jesus without thinking, like, just like you brush your teeth and floss, that that would be our impulse with patience and love. Somebody says something mean, our first reaction is, is to be just kind because we, we practice that just like, those other things we do in life naturally. He's saying that's the goal of these disciplines is to train ourselves to do this. So he said, he's basically like the goal of what, what you're trying to do with, with following Jesus is not try really hard to do it, right? Um, what you're trying to do is train yourself to do it. So he's like, the hard way to learn how to play piano is to sit up in a theater in front of 5,000 people on a grand piano and try really hard. To play Beethoven or whatever. Right. The easy way to to play piano is to spend thousands of hours practicing right. scales and the notes to train your fingers to do it, so that when you stand sit up on that stage, it's natural. Right. You just do it. Um, that's what we're doing with the spiritual disciplines. So what to train yourself? So what are those? Um, what are those things for you? And, and I guess put it in the framework of this new year coming up, 2021. Um, maybe what are some of the things you have been doing that have been life-giving? 
And what are some things that maybe you you want to kind of restart yeah. as you go into this next year and think about? Well, uh, for me, I'm getting a new Bible. I mean, some of this stuff sounds like such, you know, simple, simple stuff. But for me, some of those simple things keep, you know, bearing fruit. So I'm, I just ordered my 2021 Bible or whatever. Um, and there's something about eat for me. I go, I toggle back and forth between sometimes I love the cheapest, you know, the last couple of years I've used a hardback, you know, $5 Bible. And there's a joy in that for some reason. This time I'm going to the other side. I got like a leather bound Bible that I'll value more. I don't know. So I, but I just put thought into it. In other words, I, I want to go into the year with kind of an excitement. Like this is what I'm about to do. And so it, even things like I've got one spot where I like to get on my knees um, and pray. And there's a joy in that. Not because other prayers of today don't count unless I'm in that spot. But there's just something that kind of instinctively uh, draws me to prayer when I know I'm going to be in that spot on my knees. So, yep, just already counting on some different ways to retool, master the restart for my own soul. Um, some of those basic things. So, so Bible plan. plan. I'm using using a new. I've never used the discipleship journal reading plan. It's just another way to do it. Is the discipleship plan. journal the one five days a week? Five. Um, yeah, and you, but, and you cover entire books at a time instead of, uh, you're in two parts of the Bible, but you cover them. So in other words, I've done ones where you're like in three or four parts of the Bible. Okay, so okay. anyway, just yeah. it's just one more method that I've never used before. And I thought, oh, I'm going to try that one. Two things that have been most consistent, same thing as you, scripture reading, prayer. Uh, I too get a new Bible because nice. you guys have always talked about it. Yeah. Nice. Well, I hope so. Actually, it's on my Christmas. Uh. I'm assuming <laughs> get a new Bible. And I'm getting uh, actually on purpose one of those readers ones. Oh, good. good. So there's no chapter numbers, verse numbers, anything like that. It's just as if you're reading. Yeah, a book. I did that one year. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And so I've never done that before. So I'm gonna try and stick with that for the year. Uh, I actually made my own Bible reading plan that I no way that I'm going through. It's the Old Testament once and the New Testament twice nice. in a year on a six day a week schedule. Uh -huh. And uh, instead of just going through chronologically, well, the, the Old Testament just goes straight through, but the New Testament jumps around. So not reading the four Gospels and then you never get to them again. Right. Until, mm -hmm. It's like Gospel and Epistle yeah. and Acts and then another Gospel and Revelation. And yeah. So mm -hmm. just mix that up. Uh, just keep that fresh on a new Bible plan. Pray in the same spot every day. One thing that really anchors me in my discipline of prayer is writing down the things I want to pray about before mm, yeah. and bringing my Bible there with me. Yeah. So if I sit there and I pray through something first or have some sort of uh, direction I want to take the prayer based on what I read that morning, and then I finish with the things I'm asking for in list format, not because... I don't, for basically no other reason other than it helps me stay focused. Yep. Otherwise, I just sit there and then I start thinking about yep. stupid stuff. Oh, for sure. And then one thing that I kind of started doing that I want to do better at next year is what Eugene Peterson talked about, in spiritual direction. Basically, just listening to people more. Mm. I think that's, wow. if I'm thinking about, you know, I'm training myself in order to be like Jesus was. Yes. One thing that's clear in my life is I need better listener 
so that I can empathize with people better and and lead them better and all these things. In order to do that, I need to listen, sit down face to face. Dude, that and this isn't like sermon quiz, but last Sunday when I was talking about that Luke two time where Jesus is sitting in the temple and it says very specifically, listening and asking questions. And it just, I don't know why, like a rifle out of the blue, I'm like, Jesus, the omniscient one, is sitting with these guys. And eventually, years later, he will rebuke. There's a lot to correct in them. But in that moment, he's as a listener and asking questions. I was like, oh, Jesus, I want to be more like you. I want to, I want to learn what it is to rein back in my desire to speak and teach and tell and be a listener, be a question asker. So that's yeah. cool. One of the things that I want to do this year is uh, move slower through the Bible. I think I might just do the New Testament yeah. Psalms or something because last year we did the Bible, um, the whole Bible. And it, it was just a, a little much, you know, and especially when I got to the New Testament, I wanted to slow down. It's we're having to speed read through every epistle. And I just don't love that. But um, especially I, when you're journeying with others and you want to pull over. Yeah, so we're like doing it through with my dad and right. my boys and yeah, stuff like that and uh, with my family. But uh, slow, slowing down. And so we should talk about, I'll uh, hear more about the discipleship journal blend. But uh, that's what we're doing. I guess one of the things I, I want to do more of, and this has kind of been on my list every year, this is a recurring New Year's resolution, is to try to read more. Just mm. 10 minutes of reading, just whatever, even, you know, um, yeah, it's re you know, reading. I've got mm -hmm. books that I'm trying to plow through. So I, I did it for about a month last year, and then I'm thinking of starting a book club. We're doing Come on, so let's do it. I mean, let's do it. I think we should. Now we have to. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? I was hearing Francis Collins talk. About, he, he was being interviewed about COVID stuff. So, yeah. But it was with Russell Moore. I don't know if you guys uh -huh. listen to that. And they start talking about their book club. Dude, Francis Collins, Russell Moore, Tim Keller. And I know who else is in it, but I'm like, that just sounds like fun. And, and it's guys who are, I'm sure, reading stuff that aren't in their suites. He's a scientist. Russell Moore is an ethicist. I think they just read other stuff and then banter around about it. And I thought, especially if it was like once a month and it wasn't some big aggressive, like you got to read War and Peace before we meet together or something, you know what I mean? Wow. That's what we're doing the soul step to because students are gone, and so it's uh -huh. slow time. Yeah. So we got the hiding place. Yeah. And so, nice. like, Corey's going, mine's coming tomorrow. Very nice. But, and, yeah. you know, you have, like, a day where it's like, all right, everybody have read the book by this day, and then we're going to talk about it. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, and the reason I think one of the things that is a, a rare commodity right now is just sustained thought. Yeah. It's like, I think we have so many sound bites and constant information and just, Having the focus to read through something and, and reflect on it, we need that. Oh. I, I have to retrain myself to slow down and meditate and think and read. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. We and we'll, we'll let you guys know how that's going. <laughs> uh, and maybe we'll, we'll hit up some of the books. But, or even hit us up with some suggestions. Yeah, there we go. For the books. Um, so I'll leave you this quote, and uh, we'll be talking about it more as we January 3rd at Veritas – Brian Dermody's kicking off our Master of the Restart uh, sermon series. It's just three weeks on kind of restarting uh, spiritual life with Jesus as we go into the new year. 
And, uh, and so but I'll leave you with this quote by Charles Spurgeon. The way to do a great deal is to keep on doing a little. The way to do nothing at all is to be continually resolving that you will do everything. So I guess my thing is just whatever it looks like for us to take the next step of faithfulness. You know, we, we don't have to wait till January 1st to, right. to restart, but, but uh, tomorrow it's today. Uh, and we can do that. Uh, tomorrow's a new day. And I love that as a believer, just the, the mercies that are new every morning we can step into. Um, and even Mikey's big failure this morning, only doing, <laughs> only doing a proverb and yeah, praying right. at the table instead of your knees and doing a prayer walk. Man, tomorrow's a new start for you, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> like his fail, if that was my I know, every day, I'd be, I'd be a huge success. All right. Oh, anyway, well, thanks for joining us this week, and we will see you next time. Have a great week. Peace.